1: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
2: See website for details.
1: This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. Hey, Matt. What's up, Joel? Money is a boring topic, right? Typically, that's true, but we're all about changing that stereotype. That's why we started this podcast,
2: How to Money. No doubt. Listen and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast.
0: I was born a donkey. It's the donkey
2: of the day.
1: 45. Charlemagne
0: the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club.
2: Donkey today for Wednesday, October 11th goes the former NFL head coach Mike Ditka. Now, if you know anything about Charlemagne the God, then you know I love a book by Don Miguel Ruiz called The Four Agreements. And one of those agreements is an agreement we all can use every day. And that agreement is don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. And you have to remember that when you hear comments like the ones Mike Dicker made. Now, via the Chicago Sun-Times, Mike Dicker appeared with host Jim Gray on Westwood One's Monday Night Football Pre- game show. Now, Mike Dicker said he feels that all players should stand for the anthem, and when asked about previous sporting legends like Muhammad Ali and Jesse Owens using their platforms for social justice, Mike Dicker replied with this.
0: I I don't know what social injustices have been. Muhammad Ali rose to the top. Jesse Owens is one of the classiest individuals that ever lived. I mean, you can say, are you talking everything is based on color? I don't see it. I don't see it that way. But all of a sudden, it's become a big deal now about oppression there has been no oppression in the last hundred years that i know of now maybe i'm not watching as carefully as other people i think the opportunity is there for everybody I, i i don't think burning the flag i don't think protesting the country it's not about the country you right now a lot of this is going on they're protesting maybe an individual that's wrong too
2: now listen remember what i said Don't take anything personally. This has nothing to do with us and everything to do with him. It could be a few things going on with Mike Dicker that we don't know about. He's 77 years old. He could easily suffer from Alzheimer's disease. That Alzheimer's could be causing this memory loss. Or he could have CTE. Think about it. Mike Dicker played when they had the leather football helmets. I don't even know if what I just said is true. I just assumed... (laughs) I was about to say, really? I just assumed since he was born in 1939, he had to play football when they had the leather football helmets, okay? I shouldn't be making assumptions. That's one of the four agreements. Don't make assumptions. Just because Mike Dicker looks like one of the old, fat, white guys who walk around the gym locker room, naked, low meat, blowing in the wind, more pubic hair than meat, doesn't mean he played football when they had leather helmets, okay? Let me get back to the matter at hand. Mike Dicker said there has been no oppression in the last hundred years that he knows of. Now, that is by far the most privileged thing I've heard heard a person say in a long time, this is the world that I want to live in. Can you imagine how blissfully ignorant your world must be for you not to know of any oppression for the past hundred years? I quote this a lot from the great urban philosopher Doughboy. May he rest in peace, but either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. In this case, the hood is the black community. You can't even get mad. Remember what I said. Don't take anything personal. Just do the math. 2017 minus 100 is 1917. Now, slavery was abolished at least on paper 151 years ago. I believe it was abolished December 18th, 1865. Go do your own math. I graduated from night school. I'm not good at that kind of stuff. So even though the effects of the oppression of slavery have been damn near irreparable and can still be felt now, I'm a humor Mike Dicker and scratch that off the list, okay? Let's start right at 100 years. 1917 on down. Where do we begin? I'm from South Carolina. Let's start with the South. Jim Crow laws, they were the state and local laws that enforced racial segregation in the southern United States. They were reinforced until about 1965. Mike Ditka, in 1965, you were 26 years old. You must have really been a dumbass jock if you didn't notice the hell black people were catching when you were 26 years old, you grew up in the midst of the civil rights era. What the hell did you think Martin Luther King Jr., Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X, the Black Panthers, what, you didn't notice what none of those groups were doing? Well, I'll tell you, they was fighting oppression. You know what, man? I'm not even about to have this conversation with Mike Dicker. okay? Uh, I- I'm not wasting my time trying to explain this to people. Okay, what I'm going to do is call on the real teachers in our society, one of the real teachers in our society. I have a number of them on speed dial. Mike Dicker, I would like to introduce you to another Mike D, the educated brother from Detroit, Mr. Michael Eric Dyson.
0: My brother, my brother, how are you
2: this morning? I just had to call somebody smarter than me, man. I just want to, uh, you know, Mike Dicker said that, you know, he he knows of no oppression over the past hundred years that black people have faced. So I just want to uh, let you school him this morning. Wow,
0: Mike Dicker, man, get off the side. All stay on the field. So when you think about the fact that for the last hundred years, let's see, 1919, 1920, 21, think about Oklahoma, think about what happened in the Tulsa riots, when one of the worst race riots ever in the history of this nation occurred, and black citizens were bombed in their own domestic territory.
2: Black uh, Wall Street.
0: Black Wall Street by fellow white citizens. Think about that. And since he's a sportsman, think about the fact that Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. You know, and what what year was that, 1947 there about? Brown versus Board of Education was 1954, which meant that there was separate but equal uh, education in this country. But we know it was separate but not equal. That's why the Board of Education decision from the Supreme Court said we had to do that. Uh, let me see, 1955. <laughs> remember Emmett Till?
2: Oh, I remember yeah.
0: Remember that? I mean, there was a young man from Chicago, Mike Ditka, who went down to Money, Mississippi Mm-mm-mm. at 14 years old and was eventually lynched, supposedly from wolf whistling at a white woman. But what she, she died uh, recently, and, and the revelation came recently that she was lying. But then again, Emmett Till was killed in 1955, was lynched. That same year, Rosa Parks was inspired by uh, the death of Emmett Till and stayed in her seat in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, and then there was a bus boycott, Mike dicka I- because <laughs> black people were not allowed to ride on the bus. I know Negroes be at the back of the bus now, Mike, by their choice, but then they were forced to be at the back of the bus, and they couldn't ride at the front of the bus. And th- what would happen is, Mike, they would often go in the front of the bus, pay their fee, have to get off, and then go to the back of the bus. But guess what? Often bus drivers were nasty, so when black people paid their fee at the front of the bus and got off to go to the back, the bus driver would take off.
2: Now, now, Michael Michael Eric Dyson, we don't have to go over the whole hundred years you gave us he was this government. Going. but yeah. I want to ask you one question. Mike Dicker was born in 1939. He's 77 years old. You was born, what, 1950-something? Fifty-eight, yes, sir. How you remember more than him?
0: I mean, and, I, and he had more time to study. He, he had more time to study. <laughs> when, he was alive when Martin Luther King Jr. was doing his thing. What do you think he was talking about? It wasn't. It was oppression, sir. He wasn't trying to run routes and plan, <laughs> you know. He wasn't. He wasn't out there on the field trying to figure out how to receive the ball from the quarterback. Negroes couldn't even be out there doing it. Paul Robeson, the first, you know, one of the first black professional ballplayers, 1919. So the thing is, man, there's so much that's going on. Mike Dickett, he is willingly denying the history of race, but this is typical of so many white folk who live in what Gore Vidal called the United States of Amnesia. That is their particular society. And as um, Joseph Lowry said, they live in a state, the 51st state. What is that? The state of denial. So wake up, stop lying, Yet with history, if you want to know, you can know. And and Mike Dicker, you can study. You can Google it. You can Snapchat it. You can you can you can even you know tweet it. There's so much available to you now. So many resources. Jeez. If you don't know in in, in uh, 2017 that there was oppression, you don't want to know. You are denying it. You are a victim of white supremacy, and you perpetuate the legacy of inequality. And that's the problem we got in this society right now.
2: Woo. This is the educated brother from Detroit, Michael Eric Dyson. Thank you, sir. That's
0: bars. <laughs> Love y'all, man. You know what I'm saying. And Mike Dicker, study, brother. Act like it's a playbook. There's no way that Mike Dicker as a Hall of Fame receiver could be on that field not knowing the history of his game and not studying. Pretend it was a game, sir. Study your playbook. Y- you mad because the coaches were black. Yes, they were. Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, Angela Davis, James Baldwin, man, Fannie Lou Haber. Study some of them. They got plenty of bars for you, plenty of words. Plenty of routes for you to run. That's all I want to say to the brother.
2: My brother, have a good one, bro. <laughs> God bless y'all. Now, all right. Bars, please give Mike Dicker the biggest ear. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh.